Welcome. You're listening to Her Breathing Journal with Natasha Gombanjara. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. you are great i hope you're healthy and happy wherever you are i'm sending blessings and love to you and your loved ones the name is natasha and you're listening to yet another amazing and hopefully informative episode on her breathing journal it's been a crazy few weeks and i'm just glad to be here giving you another episode so guys last week I was talking on passions and how one gets to discover that they are mortal passionate and I received a few message from some of you and some other people who listen to the podcast and asking me how does one get to blend or manage this passions and some were really directed to me they were like Natasha how do you do it if it's you how do you do it I'm struggling or I'm afraid of you know doing one thing and letting go of the other and to most of you that I replied to um most of you I told you that you know you need to understand um what your passions are and which ones you want to focus on most so obviously I didn't get to really talk to each and one of you you know in a very deep deep way so that's why I decided to have that as my second um podcast episode on it so um here it is how i blend my mortal passions one thing i would like to say first to any one of you who is or who has discovered that they are mortal passionate i just want to send hugs to you I just want to I just want to say, you know, I understand you and if you have ever felt like you're not normal, if you've ever felt like people judged you because of that, if you've ever felt that there was something wrong with you, I just want to say, you know what? There's nothing wrong with you. 
and I'm saying I understand because growing up, even my own parents, they really were confused with how I wanted to tackle a lot of things at the same time. And I'll, I totally understand where they were coming from. I was interested in a lot of things in, in primary school. I would want to do all the sports. I would want to get involved in everything. I don't know because my brain was always overworking. I don't know what. I, and I don't even consider myself like a super, super smart person or anything about, you know, IQ or nerd or anything. But I was someone who'd always want, I'm even till now, I've always been someone who wants to try a lot of things and get involved in a lot of things. And from the day I was born, I guess, I've always been that kind of person. And growing up, I was kind of misunderstood by a lot of people. I had people telling me, just do one thing at once, focus on one thing at once. And to me, it felt like I was covering a part of myself. And that kind of really brought me down. It destroyed my self-esteem. I tried everything, you know, not everything, everything, but I tried a lot of things. Let's say in, in high school, I tried chess, I tried netball, I tried volleyball, I tried swimming, and I was in athletics, I was in reading clubs, I was in Toastmasters. It was a lot, but to me, it was a way of discovering where my strengths are, where my weaknesses are, and it helped me to narrow down to what exactly I want to do. And through doing those things, I it helped me to actually understand, like, this is what I'm really passionate about. This is not for me. I was someone who would be like, you know, I, just, I don't want to pass out on something that could be, you know, my life passion. One thing I never tried though was singing because I knew my singing was bad. My voice was bad. So that's one thing I couldn't change about myself. I tried dancing and I was like, okay, maybe dancing isn't for me. Let me leave dancing for weddings and parties and stuff like that. But I just tried everything. And then I started when I went for writing classes for like how to write write creatively, how to do something like that. I then discovered I am really good at writing and it has resulted in me having this podcast. I went on to try debate club and I noticed that I'm actually very good at talking to people. People feel comfortable talking to me, which also resulted in this podcast and also some other opportunities that have sprung out out of that. So if you're someone who's still asking yourself if I should do it, I'll say go for it. I will say go for it. So anyway, let's jump into today's main area, today's main idea, how I blend in my passions. So one thing I told myself was that I needed to be super, super, you know, realistic with what I was going to do or what I'm going to do. You know, I need to be realistic and understand that I have a limited time, amount of time each day, each week and each month to work on each end of my passions. I need to understand that I cannot do everything at once. I am a human. I'm not I'm not a robot. So I need to work on certain stuff at certain times. You know, so that's the first step. You need to be realistic about 
what you want to do. For example, myself, I have work, I have business, and I have podcast, and also I have school. So these are four things that I need to balance out, let's say, in a week. So I tell myself, let's say it's a Monday. On a Monday, I tell myself, okay, Natasha, you can record your podcast on Mondays. On Tuesdays, Natasha, you can at least, on each day of the week, give at least two hours to your business to attend to customers or to do research or to attend an event maybe. And if it's about school, if I have an assignment, I need to know that when is the assignment due and when must I submit it and what kind of things I should do to, um, you know, to write my assignments or how much time I need to search online and stuff like that. If it's about my writing, I need to understand like, okay, my brain works best at this time of day. So that's how I am able to try and balance it out. Just being realistic about my time, you know. Another thing that keeps me on my toes is keeping an inspirational book. I won't lie to you. This works like magic. I saw it in on, on the internet. I forgot from where. I would have credited that person. But ever since I read what they wrote there, keeping a notebook, which is very small and portable, has really helped me to balance me trying to blend my passions. Because I take it everywhere I go. And I have separate sections for each an idea that I want to focus on. For, for if it's for the podcast, if it's for the if it's for the business, if it's for school, if it's for family, I am able to just you know keep everything in a section and it keeps me inspired. Other from that, the third thing that I do is write everything down. Whenever I have an idea for my podcast, whenever I have an idea about business, whenever I read something about school that's going to help me in my future assignments, I make sure that I write it down in my notebook because, you know, I might not always be inspired when I sit down to write later at night or, or after I'm not busy or anything like that because it's not every time that you feel inspired at a certain time. Inspiration just springs out of nowhere. So you need to be writing every time. And if it's about business, you might meet someone in the train. You might bump into someone in a restaurant, on the streets, and they give you a business idea. You need to write it down. Or maybe your phone is out of battery. You can say, Natasha, duh, you could write on your phone. What if your phone is not working that time? Take your notebook and write it down. So it's very, very essential that you write everything down. I won't lie to you. I want you to try to find one CEO that you know or that you follow or stalk on them on social media and tell me if they don't walk with one. Tell me, please. Anyway, another thing that I do to make sure that I'm blending in my passions is to be as specific as possible. You know, I make sure that I am being very, very specific. If I tell myself that, you know, I'm going to, I'm supposed to do this on this week, I make sure that I'm specific about what time I'm going to do it, when I'm going to do it, and how I'm going to do it. Because separating them makes it easier for you to focus on them and really make time for them. If you put your things in a jumbled up kind of, scene you end up not doing anything so you need to be specific about what you want to do first how to do it how you're going to achieve it 
when you're going to achieve it. And that keeps your brain on track, that keeps your schedule on track, and that keeps your body and mind and soul on track. So when you're focusing this week on business, you make sure that everything else is put asunder. If you're po- po- focusing on something to do with your wellness, you're making sure that you're not doing anything to overstress yourself and stuff like that, then that's it. If you're specific that this week is going to be about you know, learning new things, learning new things about business. It's only about business week. You're putting your money to business events. You're putting your money to reading business books. You're putting your money to listening to YouTube business videos. That's it. You need to be as specific as possible. You need to be focused, as focused as you can. And the last thing is that, uh, not the last thing, but however, the next thing that you need to do is schedule time for each passion. So setting a schedule might seem like you know, really hard, but you need to to try and stay sane at all times. One thing I know is that every Sunday night, I have to write in my notebook, I have to plan for what I hope to give you guys to listen to. I need to write down what I hope to share. And also I write down what I'm feeling because every Sunday is where I personally say this is the end of the week for me and I just write down my thoughts, what I'm going through, my processes and I try to write a quote here and there and every Sunday is every t- is, is that time I plan out my week. I'm like, okay, on Monday and Tuesday, I need to do this. On Wednesday and Thursday, I need to do this. On Friday and Sunday, I need to do this. I've been doing this for the longest time possible and it's really helped me to try to keep on track with what I'm supposed to do because sometimes my week could change on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, but if I have written down something every Sunday, it helps me to understand like, okay, my week has been jumbled up, but I can try to fit in that thing I was supposed to do on this day. So it's really, it's just like helping you, having your own personal assistant, you know, be your own PA, be your own, you know, organizer, be your own model tasker, you know, it gives you the flexibility to change if anything happens. And also by creating a schedule, you're letting others know that you're serious about your endeavors. You know, with my friends at the beginning, they thought I was being distant, thought I didn't like hanging out with them. They thought I was being, ugh, you know. But as soon as I told them that, you know, on these days and these days, on this time, and I am not available, why? You don't need to specifically tell them what you're going to be doing. You could be saying, okay, on this days, I'm not available because I'll be dealing with something or I'm focusing on business, I'm reading, I'm studying, or I'm just having my own time. So they'll get to understand like, this is what she does. This is who she is. And that's it. They get to understand that. But if you're someone who's like, Monday, I'm available. Tuesday, I'm not available. But the next Tuesday, you're available. The next Tuesday, you're available again. And then you're unavailable. People would think like you're really unorganized. So you need to write down your own schedule. Understand that you need to give yourself a good guideline. Sometimes I don't follow my schedule. But it gives me the opportunity to do everything at least in a manner that is manageable. 
So it also helps me to stay sane, give time for each and everything, including myself, including my family, my puppy, my friends, my business, my schoolwork, and everything. And lastly, the thing is that I need to be flexible. If one of your ideas isn't working out for you, you need to drop it, honestly. There's no need to create more stress for yourself. I reached a point where I was really stressing myself out and I ended up not doing anything at all because my brain, my body was feeling super pressured and I couldn't handle everything. So I decided to tell myself, you know what, you need to drop this. I love boxing to an extent that I would want to do it maybe three times a week. But I then got to understand that with my schedule and with how many things I'm trying to handle at the same time, I cannot afford to do that. It's either it's going to put a strain on one of my passions, it's going to put a strain on my body, it's going to put a strain on my health and I cannot risk that. So I had to drop it and say, okay, I need to do this at least once a week. It's not as much as I want to, but at least I'm doing part of it. Even if I have to drop boxing at some point or one of those passions, at least I know I'm doing it for the better good. I'm not doing it because I'm not focused or anything. I'm doing it because it's causing more stress or it's causing more um, harm to my body or anything like that. So you just need to put the idea down on the back burner and put the next one into rotation. Put the one that you can manage. Put the one that's not stressing you out. Put the one that keeps your body healthy. Put the one that keeps your mind and body at rest. We are creative souls, so we have to follow our hearts. But at the same time that we're following our hearts, we need to also take care of ourselves and our surroundings. So that's basically how I try to stay sane and still, you know, pursue my mental interests. It's not perfect, honestly, but it does work for me. Whenever I have a new idea or someone asks me to do a project or I have new projects coming or I want to venture or present an idea to somebody, I just look at what I'm currently doing. Again, that's where the notebook comes in. So I ask myself these questions. Is it a good fit for the current passions I'm pursuing? Secondly, do I have the time? Thirdly, do I have the strength to do it? Once I answer all those questions, I'm able to know how I'm supposed to move forward. If I don't have time, I tell myself, you know what? Just give it a break. There's going to be a time where you're going to be able to do it. If I don't have the time, I won't try to squeeze it in because the more I squeeze it in, the no, the more I know that, okay, I'm putting more strain on my health and on my body and that's not good. So I need to understand that if I don't have the time, then I don't have the time. Is it, good, is it a good fit for my current passions I'm pursuing? If the answer is no, then I'm not doing it. Because when you answer these questions, it's, it is very important because you can only survive for so long on pots of coffee. And I'm not even a coffee person, as you know. I'm a milk tea kind of person. And milk tea doesn't even help in keeping you up or energized. It doesn't. A girl needs her sleep. So now my next question for you guys is, which of your passions are yelling at you 
to be heard. You need to answer them. You need to cater to them as much as you can with or according to your ability. One thing I just want to say is that don't pressure yourself. Take time to really understand your passions. Take time to really understand that you cannot do everything at once in a go. You need to plan this carefully. You need to also think about yourself. Never, never, never compromise your health, your body. I'm telling you this because, guys, I had compromised my health and I am still healing, actually. I had compromised my health, my sleep, my body, and I was just going through a lot. That is another story for another podcast episode. But one thing I just want to tell you, heart to heart, soul to soul, is that, you know what? Put yourself first. That's the most important thing. Anyway, guys, in the next segment, I'm going to tell you guys five posts I came across when I hashtagged on Instagram, hashtag blend my passions. So check it out on the next segment. And now. So for the hashtag this week, it's hashtag passions, hashtag passions. And these were the top five posts that I came across. The first one was saying, there's no such thing as being too much. We only believe that because we've been taught to deem down. And this was written by Viola Hug. I really love this because it's really, you know, took me back to a few years back, even to now where some people still don't understand why do I do or what being mortal passionate comes with. So when I was still young, you know, still a kid and stuff like that, it used to hurt me because I felt like people were saying I am too much or I, I'm, I'm, I'm unfocused or I don't know what I'm doing. I'm headed nowhere. So I really put my self-esteem down, like I was saying. And even to now, if someone says that to me, there's a point where it gets to me, but I still just put, pull myself back up. And I remember like, sometimes people just don't understand you. Give them time to understand you. Make them understand you. And you never know. They were just being you know blinded by some stuff or anything like that so i really love this one and the second one that i came across um and the writer is erica williams simon she wrote best career advice that i can give don't ever attach yourself to a person a place a company an organization or a project attach yourself to a mission a calling and a purpose only that's how you keep your power and your peace i love this i really love this because it just helps one to to stay afloat you know we've all been in positions where we have attached ourselves to places we have attached ourselves to person to a person to a company to an organization like your time is just fully you know, into that person, your time is fully into that place or organization or project. You can never keep your power in that way. In that way, your power is always limited. Your power is either going to be stolen or anything like that. If it's, if it's a person, it can be a relationship. 
you know never attach yourself to your relationship because you know what happens but however i really really loved this quote this third one was written many of our brightest most creative and most independent thinking children and adults are being incorrectly diagnosed as having behavioral emotional or mental disorders oh my goodness this almost put a tear to my eyes because it really makes me emotional because this is something that i really went through guys growing up as i keep saying many people would think i i'm i am you know somewhat you know disoriented up there or there's something wrong with me but as i continue to understand myself and as they grew to understand me and why i was doing what i was doing they finally you like we're like oh okay so she's sane after all so this really is something that i want to get to you anybody else who is like me or who is much or passionate that you know what you are you are perfect just the way you are you are good just the way you are you're not you know emotionally damaged you don't have a mental disorder you don't have any behavioral issues just because you have a lot of things that you want to try or want to do at the same time you are just bright you are just creative you are you, you are in possession of a brain that is constantly thinking and rotating whatever i want to call it and there's nothing wrong with you i just want to say this to you there's nothing wrong with you honestly and the moment i discovered that i would like to you the feeling was just glorious the feeling was amazing and yeah i love that i love that the fourth one was written and this one was by rick ricken friedman ricken friedman and it was written you can be grateful for what you have and still want more you can be good at something and still not feel aligned with it you can be confused about your path and still trust the process there we go no further explanation needed here guys i'm going to read that again listen carefully you can be grateful for what you have and still want more you can be good at something and still not feel aligned with it and you can be confused about your path and still trust the process i'm just going to leave it there because it's self explanatory and it's good as it is the last one was by theodore roosevelt do what you can with what you have where you are that's it this quote is talking about managing your passions with the time that you have with whatever resources that you have and wherever you are don't pressure yourself don't push yourself to the limits do not hurt yourself through the process do not hurt your family or anyone else do what you can according to what you have right now and wherever position you are in life and that's it that's it so guys that was this hashtag for this week's episode and i love them as we wrap this 
episode up. It's time for her journal entry of the week. So today, wherever you write, if it's your iPad, your phone, your notebook, whatever, grab it right now. And I want you to write down ideas on how you think you can blend your passions, how you think you can fit your passions into your current schedule. And as you do that, do not forget to include yourself in there. Have your me time because it's really important, guys. It's really important that we take care of our mental health. It's really important that we take care of our body. We need rest. We are humans. And as much as our brains are working, you need to also rest your brain and keep it refreshed, healthy, and keep the engines running up there. So guys, that's your journal entry of the week. For this week's Her Quote of the Week, I wrote this on the 12th of April and I wrote, Dream, Plan, Do. Again, Dream, Plan, Do. I don't remember how i got to write this but it just goes on well with today's podcast episode because if you're someone who's smart or passionate you need to be dreaming of course dreaming to put those dreams into reality of course you need to plan how you do that and you need to do those things and thinking of this it just made me go back to a time when someone told me that you are expensive and no it's not because of how i look how i dress but it's because of what i dream to achieve in the future and maybe they felt threatened by that or maybe they felt a certain way about that it really really put me in a mood that i'll never forget on that day i just looked myself in the mirror And I asked myself, am I dreaming too high? Am I dreaming too big? And as I looked myself in the mirror, I felt my heart go down. And I was like, am I dreaming too much? And that thought really made me feel scared. It made me feel some kind of way I don't want to remember right now. But I remember then thinking about myself telling myself that i have the ability to put these dreams into reality if i work hard enough if i do things the way i'm supposed to be doing them and if i just plan and execute and do what i hope to do to achieve those dreams and if god is by my side and i'm healthy and i've got all the support i need in the world then yes i can certainly reach those goals And what even surprised me about what they said is not because I'm planning to be expensive. No, I wouldn't use that word. But I just want to be comfortable enough to travel to any country that I want to. To provide my family with whatever they want to. To gift my friends with amazing gifts on their baby showers, on their housewarmings. I want to be able to just live a perfect, not a perfect life, but it just... A good life. And because I'm someone who's always talking, you know, about my dreams and what I hope to do in the future, 
they concluded that I'm expensive and I was like whoa okay so probably that's what made me write dream plan and do don't stop at dreaming go further by planning go further by doing and that way you're going to reach that point that you want to reach in life and that's it go i just want to take this moment to just say thank you and send out a few shout outs to the best listeners ever like i really appreciate it when just one person even one person when they share they listen they subscribe and that really just means a lot to me so today i just want to give a few shout outs to some of you have been interacting with me on Instagram on on this platform and I just appreciate it. So I just want to say thank you and I appreciate you. So I want to say that to True, I want to say that to Ishmael, I also want to say thank you, thank you so much to Luke, I am Luke. I also want to say thank you to Troy it really really means a lot that you guys are always eager to hear the next episode like these are those few listeners who are always like you know what i'm waiting for the next uh, next podcast episode they always send me pictures when they're listening and it really means a lot and also ug thank you so much for listening lorraine i appreciate you girl panache Thank you so, so much. And Sherry, oh, not forgetting Sherry Wren. Thank you so much. I really appreciate um, the feedback that you also gave back. So guys, it really gives me more happiness, actually. You know, it it makes me feel so, so glad that I started this podcast. So I just want to say to you guys, I appreciate you. And thank you for listening. You mean the world. So thank you so much. And keep listening. Keep sending in that those criticism. Keep sending in those advices, those tips and whatever. You know me. I'm always open to talk to each and every one of you. So thank you. Thank you very much. This is for you guys. So guys, that was all I had for you today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. The topic was how I blend my passions. And I was just telling you guys how I do it. And I hope it works for you. And remember, for me, it's not even perfect, but it keeps me sane and it keeps me going. And it also, you know, keeps the world going round and round for me. So uh, also let me know how you do yours. Don't hesitate to send me a message on this platform or you can also head over to my Instagram. Let's talk. Let's get knowing each other. I always love it when you guys give me feedback and when you come say hi and stuff like that. It really, really means a lot. And I hope you're good, you're safe and sending love and blessings to you and your loved ones. Here's me hoping that you have a blessed week wherever you are. Whatever you have on your mind, may God help you through it. So this has been Her Breathing Journal with Natasha. See you guys next time. Stay safe and stay good. Mm.
anyway lovelies it's that time again i have to love you and leave you thank you again for listening and i'm sure you've already subscribed if you haven't do subscribe you can always subscribe on apple podcast on spotify or on google podcast and we're also available on many other platforms the link is on my bio and my instagram page which is her underscore breathing underscore journal do follow me and turn on the notification bell so that whenever i have something new you will be notified honey and you won't get to miss anything remember we always have um question of the day every monday and every friday and i just ask anything basic anything interesting anything that i feel that i want to know and i want to get opinions on so do look out for that remember any every monday and every friday also do follow me and i'll follow back let's just let's build our her breathing journal community you know i love talking to you so anytime you have any questions do not hesitate to message me let's talk let's get to know each other and besides that you have a great week ahead of you and may god bless you thank you for listening again and bye